The audio podcast edition of Farlands or Bust is made possible by support from fans on Patreon. Visit patreon.com slash Mac to keep this series commercial free. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Kurt, and welcome back to Farlands or Bust. That's right, Farlands or Bust. This is episode 573 for your Saturday, March 18th, 2016, being recorded live in front of a Twitch audience on Flob Friday at twitch.tv slash Mac. Why, Mr. Cow, are you asking? Is this a thing that we're doing? You're right, it is, Mr. Cow. Flob Fridays is part of my stream weekday of March 2016. Let's let's carry on to the far lands here as we continue talking. Uh, stream a weekday, Monday through Friday, I've been live streaming. And Fridays are dedicated to far lands or bust and, and all such associated sundries. And uh, I record this episode of Far Lands or Bust, Saturday's episode, on Friday anyway. So here I do it live. And will it end with next Friday's live stream, being as that's the last Friday in March. That is up for you to decide, because if you go to farlandsabus.com, you will see that we are at $24,666.66. A very pleasant and righteous number, that is. <laughs> um, and, and yeah, that's towards our $60,000 goal. 41% of the way there. Child's Play Charity helps get toys, books, games to kids in hospitals around the world, don't you know? But, uh, yeah, we're at 24666 right now. If we reach $30,000, the halfway mark to our Season 6 goal, then Far Lands or Bus Fridays will continue throughout the remainder of the season until we reach that $60,000 goal. So it will continue on to April 1st. No April Fool's there. Actual April 1st, it will continue, uh, and then uh, onwards and upwards, but only only if by the end of March 31st we reach that 50% goal. It's, it's, a, it's a hefty milestone to try to reach, but uh, I wouldn't do it if I didn't think we could do it. And, of course, all that money goes to help, uh, like I said, get toys, books, games, uh, and they also have other services. Uh, Child's Play Charity does. Learn more specifically about them at childsplaycharity.org. Spoiter! Probably a spoiter spawner. I don't know why I'm investigating this. I don't see it. I shouldn't. I shan't investigate if I don't see. Um, That sounds like it. Where did Wolfie go? Wolfie! Have a seat. Oop, that's not the way. Hey, guy. Oh, it is a spawner. I found it. All right, well, now I see it. Now I have to explore it. <laughs> oh, I'm a sucker for a spider spawner, I guess. So, yeah, did I, did I, did I finish my spiel there? So, yeah, we're recording this live. Uh, but it is officially episode 573 of the series. Hi! There's also a skeleton down here somewhere. All right, we need to start... Uh, how? How? I mean, ow! Alright, this might be a losing... This is a battle that I do not think we can win. What was that from? That's from a thing. Alright, ow! Ow! Wolfie is, uh... 
Alright, I'm getting shot at now, I'm getting shot at now. Oh my god, is it a double spawner? It's a double spawner. No, it's a skeleton spawner. Alright, I'm a little bit in over my head. Gotta go! See you later, you screws! Well now, this has turned into an interesting little happenstance, has it not? Uh, Wolfie, no, 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 Wolfie, 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 Wolfie. <laughs> Alright. Alright, well now, now it's personal. Uh, oh, man. Uh, Alright, so... I gotta actually dispose of this quickly because we have a bunch of questions from people who donated today to Child's Play Charity in order to get their uh, question answered uh, live on stream. So I don't want to... Uh, I obviously... It's really hard for me to answer questions when I'm, when I'm fighting for my life. Where's that spawner? I've got to uncover it. Shed some, shed some light on this situation. There it is. All right. Ow! Oh! oh. Who? Who shoots? Who was able to shoot? Wolfie! Wolfie! Uh-oh. That's problems. That's some problems. All right, let's get Wolfie to not be where he is. Yeah, you. What's the matter, you? He's still, he's still running back there. Yeah, have a seat. Yeah, just stay right there. Uh, just in case. Yeah, keep that. All right. Hmm. Well, this is... This is a, a, a conundrum indeed. How do I do this? I do have a bow and arrow. I don't know why I chose not to use it. Oh, here it is. Hi! Get shot! Oh, you missed. Oh, I missed as well. I missed again. Haha! Woo! <laughs> I, I ducked in real life. Because that works. Get shot! Whoa! You too! You as well! And you! Wow, how many how many screws are there? How many of you screw pines are there? Wow, arrows, bows and arrows were really ineffective back in this version, were they not? Alright, I know there's still another guy down there. Uh Ha! That's hilarious. Alright, gotta do this fast. Oh, gotta run away! Oh god, no, no, no! Ha! Oh god, alright. Ooh, health. Health, health, health. Alright. Uh Let's make sure they don't get out. Hmm, this is turning into quite the conundrum. Did I just not use that word? All right, Wolfie's staying put, so that's good. Uh, all right. Dang it, dang it, Bobby. Dang it, Kurt. You're a uh, crazy guy. <laughs> this is all happening live. You could be watching this live on Flob Fridays. If only, if only they would continue by reaching that $30,000. Look at the type of crazy shenanigans and stunts I pull when I'm under the pressure of live audience. Oh, they're shooting at each other. All right, let them do that. Nope, no, they're not. How many arrows do I got left? 34, all right. All right, perhaps I should approach this more sensibly. As in... Oh, not this way, not this way at all. Although maybe this will work for here. Hi, you dead. Yeah, maybe. What if I... <laughs> they are shooting each other. Yeah, what if I... What if I go about this like a... Like a... Like a member of Gob. That's a joke. At their expense. Because they always dig around the obstacles. It's the way I would do it, too. It's the way I am doing it right now. Alright, let's, uh... Well, these guys are shooting me very well, but they can't shoot each other worth a worth a dime. All right, here we go. Here we go. Hey, guy. Whoa! What are you even shooting at? Oh, this is the worst. What is happening? 
Uh, I'm gonna need another pickaxe soon, actually. What is happening to that guy? He's just shooting his bow. Stop shooting your bow! You'll go blind doing that by yourself. Break it, break it, break it! Wow, that takes forever and a day. Forever and a half a day, jeez. Hey! What is happening? Why? Oh, I, I dropped a bucket. What is even going on here? We've got a... Did I drop my bucket? I guess so. Oh my god. This is curious. <laughs> so, guys. What's going on? <laughs> Jerks. Alright. Uh, nothing, nothing for it. And some bread that I just made to heal myself. Uh, how much, uh... Let's grab that. We might be able to have some fireworks today. Alright, I think I'll go around the other way since I don't want to step into the crossfire. <laughs> That's hilarious. Oh, and this one doesn't even have a... Well, it's... It, well, that was useless, guys. It was just as if there was one spawner and not two. You'd think, you'd think you could figure these things out yourselves, but no. I mean, really? I know, and then she said, what? All the way over there? It's crazy. You guys should really work this out. Your friends. Your friends! Ah, <laughs> uh, good stuff. All right, uh, let's break this for no reason other than I guess, uh, pageantry? I don't know why. And, uh, oh, hey, and because that broke our thing. Oh, we didn't get enough. Uh, whatever, I'll leave the gunpowder. Uh, leave the gunpowder, take the cannolis. Get rid of that. Alright, well, that was eventful, if not for this little moment. Hold on. Screenshot! Ooh, that almost messed him up. I know what my thumbnail is going to be for this video, and it's already nighttime. Alrighty then. Oh, what a waste. <laughs> All right. Well, since I guess we're here, let's build my. Uh, oh, I, can, I need a shovel as well. Let's build some additional tools. Oh, dang it! <laughs> I built an iron hole. <laughs> a what? An iron hoe. Oh man, I don't know that I've ever actually accidentally made a hoe like that. What? So, uh, yeah, let's make an elevated hidey hole. And, uh, yeah. Woo, we're making progress today. I've got to get through a bunch of these. <coughs> oh, where's that mute button when I need it? Get through a bunch of these questions that we got. Now <laughs> that I've wasted a day on that, that catastrophe. And continue on in the morning. And a dueling skeletonsness. Woof! Good thing you're not angry anymore. And look at this! We've been rewarded with some amazing landscape. Also with the fact that I'm uh, drawn to it so much that I forgot that I'm walking the wrong direction. What the heck? <laughs> Whew! Alright, let's, let's answer some questions here. Oops, I've got my questions covered up by OBS. 
So, uh, we got a question here from Kaylee042. What do you think is your greatest challenge as an introvert in a job which involves, involves performing to the public? I'm also an introvert and found myself uh, in a seemingly illogical choice of profession. I teach group fitness. For me, the biggest challenge was learning to accept some things that I say in the moment will be stupid and silly and just let them go. Well, I don't quite have that luxury now, do I? Because stupid things I say in the moment... Uh, unless I decide to, say, edit them out or not upload a video. They they remain on the internet forever. Um, so much so that now there is a, a Twitch uh, bot that uh, regurgitates those quotes. Uh, and also a, a, a now somebody I saw made a, a Twitter uh, account that regurgitates such things. Like, what is it? Out of context, Kurt J. Mac or something like that? Some, something like that. Not official, not my B, not not under my control, so uh, don't start following it and then, you know, <laughs> think that it's associated with me. Uh, I need a boat. I've got a bunch of bread and a boat. So soggy bread. So yeah, Kaylee. Um, well, as you know, I started doing this, not really to be a profession, but to practice. To practice. Uh, quote JMAC is what that Twitter is. Uh, to practice speaking. Not so much, I don't want to get the wrong impression that I started this to cure myself of introversion or shyness or whatever, but to just kind of work on my speaking abilities, uh, my comfort with speaking, uh, with, to, at, myself, other people, whatever. So there's a little bit, uh, there's, you know, there's, there's a little bit of intent behind that. But the greatest challenge for me has has been, not surprisingly, the the in real life, the in person stuff, the, the your mind cons, your uh, your conventions, your meetups, or whatever, is where the the actual kind of introversion thing comes into play. And that's you know, if we're talking about introversion, I'm more talking about like those things exhaust me. Uh, I have I enjoy them, and sure, there's some social anxiety mixed in there for for sprinkles <laughs> on top, sprinks. But uh, but the just the being around people all the time like that as an introvert sucks my life force dry. So uh, that's that's like a, a good bad thing. That's a good bad challenge. I, I guess similarly collaboration recordings, uh, specifically with big groups, will do the same thing for me. Um, from a business standpoint, standpoint of view, uh, probably marketing myself, trying to, uh, for lack of better terminology, pimp myself out, pimp my channel, my content out, uh, just because as somebody who's more introverted, that's that goes against, you know, we don't really like to advertise ourselves. I have arrived at this location, everybody, in earshot. You know, that's not something uh, an introvert is going to do, but that's something you might need to do. Wolfie, as a, uh, I, uh, <laughs> you know what I was going to say, uh, you know, as a YouTuber, as, as someone whose business depends on people knowing about and liking your, you know, personality. My, my, my personality, my person is, is the product, I suppose. Uh, so that's probably, from that sense, the, the more difficult part. There's, a, there's difficult parts personally, and then there's difficult parts... For, for, for the business, I suppose. But yeah, that, that was a good question. Thank you uh, for your donation and asking that. Weekend Game, if we want to, has asked... 
Have you ever driven or test-driven a car at a dealership that you absolutely hate? If so, what kind of car was it, and what made it suck so much? I've only ever test-driven two... well, three, three cars in, on two separate occasions. I test-drove the Cavalier uh, before we bought it. Uh, I say we because uh, my dad purchased it. Uh, it was kind of... Uh, I graduated from college. I can't really use a bed much in the water. Let's try a boat. Uh, <laughs> it was an after-college thing. Uh, needed a car to try to get a job, whatever. Um, so yeah, we basically test drove it and then bought it. It was... I already had a Cavalier. I had like a 91 Cavalier. Uh, it was really cheap. I had the whole discounts with the recent graduate stuff and all the other... You know, whatever. Um, obviously looking back, maybe maybe I would have shopped around or not. I don't know. Maybe not. It was a good deal. It did the job. It did... Uh, it, it's lasted. It continues to last uh, almost 12 years later. So... Uh, probably an alright deal, but uh, but yeah, we test drove that car, then bought it, uh, and then I I didn't test drive a car for another 11 years uh, when I got the Subaru, and then I test drove the Crosstrek and the Outback. Uh, so obviously, I don't think I, I hated any of those cars. Uh, I don't think. I, I'm so overzealous with the research and the review reading and the, the the details, you know, looking up stuff online, the comparisons and stuff, that I don't think I would make the choice. You know, walking into a dealership uh, or making an appointment with a dealership to, to do a test drive it might be some people's first step. That's my, like, second to last step. <laughs> it, it's such a big deal to me, again, say, socially or whatever that I'm, I'm not just gonna test drive a bunch of cars. I'm gonna... I'm gonna weed the herd. I'm gonna say this is the car I'm probably gonna buy, so I should probably test drive it and maybe a similar one uh, to see. So... So yeah, I mean, I didn't have any bad experience with either test drive. My, like I said, with the Cavalier, my dad was kind of behind the negotiations and the purchase there, so I was... I was more a... Uh, an observer, I guess, uh, but uh, I, I didn't have a bad experience then. Didn't have a bad experience with the Subaru either. I went to one dealership. Or I made an appointment. I actually, you know, was, uh, I, I said, okay, I want these are two cars, these specific trims. I would like to test drive. Uh, I'm not ready to purchase yet, but I just want to compare. Uh, made an appointment, went in. The guy took me out and did, did those couple test drives. Uh, and then I said, "All right, thanks." And he's like, "All right, well, let me know, whatever. You know, there's no, there's, there's no. Let's go back to my desk and talk about this, that, or the other." No, just okay. Let me know. All right, cool. Bye. Uh, and that ended up not being the place I bought it from, because uh, uh, some another dealership outbid them. And I'm like, I, I gave him a chance. I'm like, I know you gave me the test drive. I'd like to give you the sale, but they, for whatever reason, couldn't couldn't get that price, so went somewhere else. Um, I'm trying to think of like rental cars. I did uh, rent a PT Cruiser once. That was all right. I mean, it's pretty much in the same... It is pretty much like a Cavalier, but with a giant bulbous body on it. Um, at the first PAX South, I rented a car, and I had a, a, a Mazda 5. Just It's a minivan, is what it was. That was unpleasant to drive. Uh, and the roads around San Antonio are unpleasant as well. Um, but, mm, 
Yeah, I haven't really driven that many cars. I, I mentioned last couple episodes ago that uh, we had a like a GMC Jimmy in the family, and I was I, I was just learning how to drive, or that was uh, like 16 or 17, so I was using that car every now and again before I had my own car. And that thing, like I said, drove like a sponge. <laughs> it was just the really sloppy, soggy suspension and just uh, un, uh, unpleasant uh, feedback at all in, in, in the wheels and in, in the throttle or the brakes or whatever uh, to me personally. But yeah, I don't think I've ever like been disgusted by a, a car that I was driving. Thank you for that uh, question and donation. Carl Christian asks, since you have a German name, Mac? No, uh, Kurt. Kurt is a German name. Did it ever happen that someone called your name like it would be in Germany? I think so. I think when I met Doc the first time, he, or, or he still, even to this day, maybe continues to say it as it is in German. I don't know what it is, though. I don't, like, it's like, it's not Kurt. It's, uh, like, Kurt, or, or there's, there's, like, more of an emphasis on the U. In, in the in the U R, I think, I could be wrong. <laughs> I don't know how how is it said in German. But yeah, maybe since I don't, I, that's he's the only German I know. Like literally lives and is is German from Germany, speaks German. <laughs> uh, that, that would probably be the only case where that would have happened. Uh, so yeah, there we go. Thank you for that question. As, as the sun sets, here's an interesting one. Yole, Ole asks, if you had to create a cologne for yourself or perfume for yourself, for a lady friend, what would be the predominant scent? Floral, spice, sweet. For me, it would be lavender and sage. For cologne, it would be sandalwood, spice, or a very clean scent. Mmm. Loganberry. No, <laughs> that's a Simpsons joke. Um, I don't know. I'm not a huge fan of colognes and or perfumes. I don't wear cologne myself. Um, I used to use aftershave, but obviously I don't shave anymore, so that's out of the question. Uh, let's think about this for a second. Go to sleep, and then we'll continue in the morning. <sighs> And awakeness. You doing all right, Wolfie? Um, my my beard uh, shampoo has I don't know if it's sandalwood or whatever, but it's that kind of wood chippy type of, type of scent to it, which is all right. It doesn't really linger though. Um, uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, so, yeah, I don't really like cologne. I don't like. Smelling other guys who wear cologne or, or, or body sprays or, or horrible, horrible, horrible scourges upon the population. Ooh, hello. But, uh... Yeah, I don't know. They would have to be extremely faint and ex barely, barely visible. Uh, on, on girls? Probably similarly? It's kind of a weird... Like, if there's a girl who wears, like, a perfume that smells like one my mom or grandma wears that's crazy that's not something <laughs> that's not a pleasant experience um 
So there's always that chance. <laughs> and they all kind of smell fairly similar, I feel. Uh, I'm sure other people might have similar experiences. Um, but no, I, don't, I have no idea. Uh, I don't have any predominant preference. And again, I don't like overwhelming flavors around my nostrils, I suppose. So, yeah, that that's an interesting question. Probably not as interesting of an answer as I could have guaranteed. Um, so, yeah. I mean, if there is a smell, I'm like, that I'm like, oh, that's pleasant. Like, I don't ask about it or see what it is or what what brand is that you know it's like oh that's nice <laughs> but that that's about as far as it goes i suppose oh man so yeah let's go with that but yeah whatever it is very very uh faint faintness what is oh what's the oh somebody uh one of the twitters or blogs or something my fellow said something about like at least it could apply to women's perfumes as well, but men's cologne uh, was... Uh, uh, what was it? What was the quote? Uh, you should only wear enough cologne... Uh, no, oh, uh, what was it? What was it? It was, you should only be able to... Uh, your cologne should only be able to be smelled from within a warm embrace. That's right. Like, you shouldn't be able to smell it within you know, closer than, than, than arm's reach, you know, it, it shouldn't be, uh, it shouldn't follow you around or, or like a, like an aura or a, or a, an atmosphere. <laughs> so there we go. Yeah, I think it, it, it was said, it was worded much more poetically than that, but it was about that. Naughty underscore gnome asks, has anything about doing daily live streams surprised you or was there anything you expected from it that hasn't happened? Well, I expected to be able to get on, like, a schedule. I think that was one of the things I kind of used as a selling point, wasn't it? When I was posing the stream a weekday situation. That hasn't happened. And and from that, I haven't... You know, I was kind of hoping I would see, like, an increase in viewership. Because, oh, this person's doing Twitch uh, regularly. You know, that tends to be a thing. But I think that is a, a side effect of me not having... A regular schedule, I stream every day, but I don't have a regular schedule. I don't have... I'm going to be streaming these days at these times or whatever. Uh, maybe it's just because I never set that. Uh, I feel like in my head when I set a time, that never happens. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I don't know. I still have half a month to work on that, I suppose. But that is something I expected that has not happened. Um... um what has surprised me? What has surprised me? Uh, hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if anything has surprised me yet. To be honest with you. I mean, I had been streaming weekly before, so it, there's that. Uh, it's surprised. Well, no, I don't know. I still get a little bit tired, but not crazy. You know, I, I thought maybe I would be exhausted. Some people said, oh, that's a lot um, to be streaming. No, I'm not really exhausted. I mean, obviously my, my YouTube video bandwidth has slowed significantly from it. it. It doesn't seem to have affected my overall views per video, which uh, I haven't been maintaining anyway. So 
There's really no loss there. I think I think what might what might be the, the time to be surprised or the time to really pay attention is when it stops uh, and I go back to needing to do YouTube. Uh, if that's going to be an easy transition to start back up or to get back up and rolling, uh, that that I think is going to be an, an interesting time. An interesting time indeed, uh, which would be less less so if we continue Farlands Bus Fridays every week. By reaching $30,000 before the end of March. Plug, 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 plug. Ooh, look at that. That's neat. It's a hook. Get hooked on phonics and mountains, I guess. Jingle Stog, there was just a NASCAR race at Phoenix with the closest finish ever for NASCAR and an IndyCar race at Phoenix International. For casual fan as yourself, what does it take to get you to go to a race such as these? Uh, I don't think I'm that much interested in NASCAR races anymore. They're really long. Um, I, I think I'm kind—I'm of, not really invested in the drivers that much anymore, or the season, or the atmosphere. I was never invested in the atmosphere. I went to—I went to a, a, a bunch, maybe the first five or six or so. At Chicagoland, because uh, where my dad works, got like a big pool of tickets and just ended up going. Um, a couple times there, also had like manufacturer passes that we went behind the scenes to the uh, to the to the vendor tents or whatever, and that's where like uh, some of the drivers make appearances and they've got a bunch of cars out and weird markety things and got to go down go down on the track a couple times to the pit lane and walk through the pit lane and then. Got a picture taken at Victory Lane, <laughs> very awkwardly. Yay, we won! Um, or in the Victory Circle, whatever that is. But yeah, I'm not really interested in the NASCAR races so much anymore. I I would be interested, and I'm kicking myself because I didn't look early enough. Uh, earlier this month, there was these things called like the Lucas Oil Off Road something or other, where it's the the off road races, and they have those big. Uh, Stadium super trucks, off-road trucks, whatever they're called. Uh, those would be interesting. Those are kind of like local-ish sized races. Uh, and there are a couple of those kind of local racetracks around that would be interesting uh, to go to. I remember seeing it last year and I'm like, oh, that'd be neat to go to. But then something came up that weekend uh, and I forgot to look to see when it was happening again. But it was early March. I think they come back in September uh, again. So I'll have to keep my eye out for that. That would be something cool to see. Uh, that's a little bit, There's you know, there's a lot more variety there. It's like heat races, so it's not just one four-hour race or whatever it is. Uh, so, yeah, that would, that would be interesting. And I'm, I, I keep my eyes peeled every now and again for for racing events or, or stuff like that. I mean, there's like drag racing events and stuff around here. Uh, and there are some, you know, there's chapters of, uh, of various uh, Dodgers of Cones, the, the autocross stuff. Uh, I'm not sure how. Well, maybe I don't know. Maybe, I'm not sure how spectatory of a sport that could be, but I'm sure it could be interesting to attend. But yeah, I'd like to try to make it to one of those like stadium truck events or whatever at some point. That would be cool. That would be all right by me. Let's see here. Crumbelina. Asks Kurt J. Smack Talk. Oh, that's a chicken. I thought it was a creeper creeping up on me. Kurt J. Smack Talk is pretty real when you play games like the Tomb Raider games. 
Uh, I think it's Kurt J. Snark. Snark J. Mac is kind of more of our uh, approved name of that. Do you have any plans to celebrate... Oh, I'm sorry, wrong question. Uh, does this ever transfer to real life, Kurt? Has it helped you become more assertive? Uh, probably no on that. Ow! Oh, that second question. Ow again! Careful, Wolfie, careful, Wolfie, careful, Wolfie, careful, Wolfie. Marge grunt. Hey, hi, you, right there. Boop. Uh, let's also boop ourselves. What? And, uh, yeah, I don't think it's allowed me to be more assertive uh, in life. I, I, I don't know what would fix that. I'm, I'm very non-confrontational. And even if it's like a really blatant wrong that's been being done to, to me or others around me, I tend not to stand up for myself or, or mention it uh, too blatantly. Just because I, I, I fear confrontation and uh, I tend to avoid it at all costs uh, to, the, to the detriment of, of even my own self, I suppose. But, uh, but yeah, that, uh, that I don't think has helped any. I, I, I've, I've been able to dial it, I think, to a decent amount because obviously the first Tomb Raider reboot might have been too far in one direction and uh, might not have been great. Some people really enjoyed it, but might not have been too great for uh, for the commentary. I, I was beyond snarky, and I was just kind of angry and, and, and sore about it. And you know what? Since we wasted all that first day, we wasted it on uh, <laughs> getting that spawner. Let's make this a four-day episode of Farlands a Bust. I do need to make that bed, though. Which means I need... Uh, can I do this? I can. You can place things on torches in this version of the game. Oh, I only need one, actually. Extended episode of Farlands Bust here. Live! Boop. There we go. Let's go to sleep. And uh, this will give us enough time, I think, to get us through all the questions. And a four-dayness. And the sheepness. Ooh. That was a that was a Tomb Raider sneak attack from the top. <laughs> um, so yeah, I was able to find for the second game, I think, more of a a comedic equilibrium of my snarkiness, knowing what I was getting into. So uh, does this ever transfer to real life? I mean I guess I can be snarky. Uh oh. <laughs> well, another day, and let's waste it by taking down another spawner. Oh, can't see it. Moving on. Um, so, yeah, I don't think it's really transferred to my real life. I, I guess I can be a little bit snarky at times, but it's more of a an affectionate snarky, because I don't want to, like, be misconstrued as being, like, offensi offensively snarky uh, or judgy towards somebody. Woof! Um, you know, it's, it's usually not directly to a person. It's usually like I'll make up stories about the person who made a weird lane change on the highway or turned left from the right lane, you know, stuff like that. But, uh, yeah. That is how that cookie crumbled. Crumbleenut? Yeah. I just, I didn't make that connection fast enough to make it funny. Uh -huh. 
<laughs> Moving on, Millicent Oak asks, since you tweet up, you tweet up did the Juno Jiggy launch a few years ago, do you have any plans to celebrate its arrival and orbital insertion to, to Jupiter? That's in July of this year. Juno is, is going to arrive at Jupiter, which is going to be crazy. Kind of a crazy uh, connection to make that uh, I have a picture of myself next to the launch pad. Obviously, you couldn't see the satellite because it was in the launch shroud of the rocket. But I have a picture of myself next to this thing that now is going to arrive at frickin' Jupiter! Jupiter! <laughs> the little tiny dot with uh, cloud bands and uh, moons around it that I can see through my telescope. Oh, that, that's not a workbench. Uh, Jupiter, of all places, that's gonna be a crazy connection to make. But, uh, yeah. Uh, do I have any plans to celebrate? I don't know. Um, probably... I mean, that, well, that's, the problem with this one is it's not like a lander or anything, so there's not gonna be any, like, dramatic landing live stream. There might be a live stream of like, oh, we've got the signal, it's in, it's done its burn, it's in the orbit. Uh, it, it only has one camera. I don't think it's a really one intended for science, the way they were selling it to us at the... Uh, selling it to us, the way they were uh, describing it to us at uh, the tweet-up. It was more like, oh, they're gonna give uh, school students the ability to uh, kind of give the the camera targets to look at uh, on on Jupiter or whatever. Uh, maybe, you know, maybe they'll take pictures or whatever. Uh, we'll certainly probably get navigation images or something as it approaches. I don't know, I don't know, maybe maybe we can schedule a, a Twitch stream or, or, or something for that. Um, so yeah, I don't know, nope, you, you, you gravely overestimate my ability to plan ahead for things. <laughs> July, that's like years away. <laughs> that's, that's not even, I don't even own a calendar that goes to July. Um, so, <laughs> yeah, that, uh, that that could happen, but you'll probably have to wait till the end of June to hear of any plans for that. Uh, what else do we got here? Yet another question. Oops, excuse me, tree. I'm trying to make my way safely around this crazy land. Ooh, that was weird. I did some sort of weird glitchy thing through the corner there. What is your favorite, what's your favorite question you've been asked? Hmm. I don't know. <laughs> I don't remember many of them because I don't answer them very well because I don't have many favorite favorites. And there have been so many. I don't have a favorite 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 question. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, no, I have... Sorry, I can't think of the second part of that one. Uh, Wraith asks, So, do you like stuff? P.S. Cookies! Um, yeah, I like stuff. Stuff's alright sometimes. I mean, there's other stuff that it, I don't like so much, but yeah, most, most stuff I do. Enyan, Enyan has a two-parter here. Did you see the game Planet Base? I know it. I know you don't play RTS games, but this is about building a base on another planet and surviving, not about destroying some enemy base. Biffa has a let's play of it. Uh, I should uh, maybe try it out, but just overall, I mean, I, I think that that rings a bell. That game, 
Uh, it's probably as a RTS, non-RTS, it's like one of those top-down, overview-y, mappy situations, right? With the little sprites that move around, maybe, or maybe not, I don't know. Um, just, just it, It's one of those, like I mentioned in the last episode, or the episode before that, it's just a style of game uh, I can't get into. Uh, it, it might have nothing to do with the, the gameplay itself, but just the style, the way my, my eyeballs interpret what I'm seeing is just not... Something there's a little barrier there that doesn't I can't get over I guess. Uh, similarly, with the you know I, I I really some of the stuff I like watching sometimes is the, the Sim City stuff or or whatever or the the city skyline stuff. But playing those games, I I, I lose interest very quickly. Second part of Enyan's question: How bad is it for you if you eat gluten? <laughs> <laughs> is this a dare? Uh, is it worth it for you to eat just once a year? Lou Milnati's butter crust, sausage pan pizza, or a family Thanksgiving dinner? Well, I can still do Thanksgiving dinner. I've I've brought gluten-free rolls to uh, to Thanksgiving dinner, uh, and and uh, I have had gluten-free uh, broccoli cheese casserole made specifically for me, so that that works out all right. Um, Blah, 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 blah. Like when people drink alcohol, even with hangovers the next day, I know it's not a headache. Well, no, it's not like a hangover. It's like a... <laughs> a, a scarring of the internal organs is what gluten causes. So, um... <laughs> a little bit different. I don't know, I've since going gluten-free... I've had a few instances where I'm like, yeah, whatever that was at that restaurant had gluten in it or whatever, and I can tell. Um, I've not, I you know, I've not intentionally eaten eaten gluten, uh, which isn't too surprising for me. Right when I started doing that, I did get a lot of questions like, oh, how hard is it not to, for not 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 for you to cheat? Do you cheat on your gluten diet? Do you you know? No, it's not like I don't think I can like accidentally slip and and then end up with a, a donut in my mouth or whatever. It's, it's uh, uh, I don't know. I, I guess my I have weird relationship with my brain in that I don't I don't really have what's the word I'm looking for. I don't really have cravings or or like needs or well specifically with like food or or even you know, other other such non-essentials. <laughs> Food is not essential. You know, like, even with the, the alcohol thing, I mean, yeah, I I tried to do the, the no-drinking thing for a while, um, and it really wasn't like, I, oh, I gotta, I gotta have alcohol or whatever. I'm like, I just I just had a drink uh, to have a drink, and, and, you know, I didn't go on a binge or anything like that, and then the next drink I didn't have for another couple, three or four months or whatever, so it really wasn't... Uh, I don't know. I guess I don't have a. Uh, I, I don't. I, I. I hesitate. Careful of a to use the word addiction, but uh, I don't really have an uh, an addictive personality. I guess. <laughs> Oops! My mouth fell into the space tree. Um, so yeah, uh, it would be bad, and I really don't want to find out how bad it would be. Uh, the few times that I know I've had a problem, it's it's just been like a problem for like uh, that night, like almost you know, almost immediately. It's like within the hour after eating whatever it is, 
Uh, whoop, gotta go. <laughs> but uh, literally, <laughs> both figuratively and literally. Ooh, is that like a closed off? It is. Neat. Um, yeah, you know, and then that could last maybe, you know, just till the end of that day uh, or into the next day. It could last a day or so. But if I were to continually, uh, you know, stop, then that would just happen every single day after every meal I ate. So that's unpleasant and unnecessary for me to go through, so I don't. Powers2440 asks, what's your fondest childhood memory? Well, this isn't a this isn't a big question to answer as the sun is setting. Uh, birthday, vacation. Mine was a month-long vacation out west in an RV. I think I've had this question before, and I think I've had a non-answer for it. Fondest childhood memory. I don't want to admit to sound like I didn't have a good childhood. Um, but... Not too much. Stickavalevi! Not too much. There, there, there's no one moment or thing that is in the top of my head. You know, I did. That, yeah, and I'm just like trying to think of something. Like, okay, yeah, it was really cool uh, when I find out that I got Speedy, the turtle. Uh, I came home from school one day. You know, this was after I'd said I wanted a turtle for my birthday or whatever, and we visited the pet store, and I, I looked at him and picked one out, and but, oh, there was no promises from from mom to, to get a turtle. Uh, and then one day I came home from school or whatever, and, oh, there's a turtle, you know. Like, that was neat, I guess, but, I mean, fondest childhood memory? Uh, sure, I mean, it, it, it meant something, and then meant something for the next 22 years, I guess, but it... I'm 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 a real boring dude. Uh, I don't know. I uh, I have no emotions. I am a robot. Uh, um, whoops, that's not what I wanted to do. I close that up. That's uh, that's a tough question to answer. Um, I don't know. I mean, I had, you know, there was some, like, fun I had. I, I remember the first upside-down roller coaster I went on. I was freaked out about or whatever and went on it and got addicted and then rode the rest of the upside-down coasters in, in, in the park at Six Flags or whatever that day. Uh, that was cool. That, that was kind of a neat, like, getting over a fear memory, I guess. Because I was totally freaking out and was about to, like, freak out and tell them to stop the coaster as we were rising up the mountain, but... Went through it, and I'm like, that was the that was that was that was a pretty awesome thing. Let's go again. Uh, so, but yeah, I I mean, I don't know. I just don't. Sure, those are all fond memories, and I can think of a dozen more. But I I, I guess I don't like pick one out, or I, I don't like give them the significance that maybe other people might give similar experiences. I'm really, hmm. <laughs> I'm not. I'm really uh, selling myself short as an emotional being, aren't I? Here, um, yeah, I don't know. I, I honestly can't. Uh, yeah, but that that was a good question. I, I, I mentioned a few things there. I think that that count. Um, but uh, yeah, thank you very much for those all those donations, getting us up to twenty four thousand six hundred sixty six dollars and sixty six cents. There was one more question that we did miss from Lab Tech. But I will start, I will start the next episode with that one. 
Uh, so I just wanted to mention Lab Tech for that donation as well. And keep going to farlinesbus.com to donate to Child's Play Charity, getting toys, books, games at kids and hospitals around the world. Get us to that $30,000 mark by the end of the month, and this Farlands Bus Friday situation continues throughout season six of the series. That's the current season. And, uh, yeah, I do appreciate all the support for that, all the support for Stream of Weekday, and uh, all the support for the rest of the stuff I do on the internet, across the tubes. My name is Kurt. Everybody have a good weekend. Thanks so much for watching. I will see you next time. Leave the gunpowder, take the cannolis.